Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. And at some point, Ben says that he can't think of a better way to die than while standing next to her. Were they, like, secretly saying vows? <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Welcome home, y'all. It's Hometown Date Week, also known as the episode in which four fresh-faced, naive young girls' families cruelly destroy their relationships with The Bachelor, apparently for their own amusement. And we're joined this week by hometown heroine Andy Dorfman, formerly of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, to talk about this season and her new life in New York City. Thanks so much for joining us, Andy. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm the hometown heroine of this all. (laughs) I don't know what that says about me, but I'll take it. So before we get into the recap, we just want to get a quick update from you. How's life in New York? Life in New York is amazing. Um, I'm such a geek over this city still. I'm about to hit my one-year mark here, which is crazy to think about. And I'm literally a loser in my own city. Like, my friends keep telling me you can stop posting photos of buildings on Instagram. You're (laughs) not a tourist anymore. You can never stop doing that. I'm, like, flipping the hair as I walk down the street. You know, I swipe the Metro card with some swag. Like, I'm pretty much a dork in this city, but I love New York City. Greatest decision I've ever made in my life. Greatest city in the world. Um, Having fun, surviving the cold. Got some things coming up, which are exciting. I have a book coming out in May, which is actually supposed to be due today by me, but I don't know if that's going to happen because <laughs> I'm here instead. So, Well, priorities. Yeah. Sorry, editor. Um, yeah, we'll try to keep them from finding out. Uh, I think they know now. <laughs> She's going to know when I don't turn it in on the deadline today at, at close of business. So when in May is that coming? So it's scheduled for May 10th. Um, super excited. I like got the actual physical manuscript the other day, and I'm like, just sitting there to see, you know, my writing in a in manuscript form and text form is crazy to me. Um, I mean, what a whirlwind year. I think back like a year ago, I was probably still in bed crying back in Atlanta over a breakup. And here I am editing a book in New York. So 
crazy wild year. That's so exciting. <laughs> so what can we expect from the book? Oh, gosh. What should we be most excited about? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some juice. Look, I'm not going to lie. There is some juice to the book. Um, I don't think it'd be true and fun without it. So there's some backstories. Everything that I say in the book, first of all, is real. It's authentic in the fact of there is no sugarcoating. There is... No, you know, making myself look better and making somebody else look better. Like, it is just, like, my version of what happened in a breakup and some of the things that happened on the show and kind of my outlook on how to get over that breakup. Lots of wine, lots of burning things in a fireplace, a little bit of rage. (laughs) Some Taylor Swift (laughs) albums blaring in the background. Um, Yeah, but there's some juice. I think people are going to be surprised. There's a... There's some explanations I never got to say on live TV, put it that way. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. We will be reading that book. <laughs> so other than the book, what have you been up to in New York? Um, really writing the book, traveling a lot. I just got back from California, um, obviously did The Bachelor 20th season special, which was a shit show. Yeah, how was that oh wedding? Gosh, yeah. Oh, holy shit. Like... <laughs> So first of all, I flew out a day before because I missed the blizzard, luckily. I was supposed to fly out Saturday. I flew out Friday. I get there. Of course, everyone's already drunk in the hotel lobby. <laughs> um, but it was really, really fun. I have to say, it was kind of like two separate groups. So you had like all your Bachelor in Paradise people on one half of the room. And then you had all of your Bachelor, Bachelorette, like leads and spouses. And, you know, Sean Booth and Caitlin were there. Um, Jillian and her boyfriend were there. Trista Ryan, the Firestones, a lot of people. So we were kind of like the quiet old losers (laughs) on one side. And like they were taking shots and grinding on the other side. And I'm like, which which side am I supposed to be on? You're in that little transition period. I was like, are we old? And like three people are pregnant on our side. So the drinks weren't flowing as much as the other side. But yeah, it was... uh, I felt like I was in Bachelor in Paradise. Like I've done my Bachelor in Paradise. One night in Paradise. That that was enough? Uh, More than enough, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think it takes a certain kind of person to handle paradise. Well, we saw JJ last week for the the auction. Yeah. um, And I saw him at the auction briefly, and he'd been drunk since noon. And I was like, how is that even physically possible? Like, I would have been asleep at 2 p.m. if I tried that. I'll tell you what, those people can rage. I don't know, like, who's going to need a liver transplant first, but... (laughs) Those people can put it down. I was impressed. On that note, I think we should get into this week's episode. Hometowns. My favorite, by the way. So much fun. As hometown weeks go, I thought that they really brought the drama. I was impressed. I was impressed. Yeah, from the families, though. Not even as much from the girls or Ben, just from the families. I was like, damn. I feel like he gravitates towards the kind of women who need protection or who think or or who are perceived as needing protection. And he likes to be the protector. But then also their families do. It's like they're like, oh, no, we always take care of Lauren. That's true. He kind of Mm -hmm. lost his role because he's trying to navigate that space of all of these yeah. Fathers and brothers. He was like auditioning for the role of <laughs> yeah. new father slash brother. Yeah. I think his age really came through, too. You know, you look at yeah. Ben and he's, first of all, I met him and he's the sweetest guy in the world. I mean, he is sweeter in person than he is on camera. And I think his age came through in the family visits because, like you're saying, these this protective role has kind of already been established within this family. And he didn't really swoop in and take over that protective role. He kind of... 
kind of kind of got shit for it to be honest. I was a little surprised. <laughs> I'm like, do these families know the people that have come before Ben? Like, you've got Ben Higgins here. You should yeah, be like worshiping the ground he walks on that that's who your daughter gets to date not some of the other ones I mean hell that is very (laughs) true it's a really solid point it's kind of like they've seen other seasons right well maybe that's what they think that like behind the scenes he's like saying unconscionable things to them they've watched too much of this show and so there's just no no giving the benefit of the doubt to the lead anymore. Or are they like one-upping each other on like who can be the right. most protective family? Yeah. Right. Or they, they know, I want to get some camera time. Mm-hmm. And there is something that they're just in an impossible position because usually when you meet the parents of someone you're dating, you're only dating that person. Right, right. And you can be like, oh, I love your daughter. I'm committed to her. And the, the, he literally can't tell them that, mm-hmm. but they but must they, hear it. Right, and they want yeah. to hear that. Yeah, and nothing else will satisfy them. And why should it? Like, they know that their daughter has a 75% chance of getting dumped mm-hmm. on TV by this guy that they're potentially giving knows, their seal of approval to. And Ben knows he can't say that because then he would be a liar on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which creates some great tension. So we start with... Amanda and her children. Charlie and Kinsley. In Laguna Beach. By the way, how cute are those kids? So, so cute. I'm like, this is the uh, anti-birth control commercial here. <laughs> yeah. You know, usually you see kids and you're kind of like, okay, screaming kids, birth control. This is like procreation. Uh, although they, so they did get some screaming in. Well, I mean, they're how old Because are they? they are children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was just pretty obvious from about five minutes in that Ben is not ready to be a father. No. Which is fair because he's 26 years old yes. and was not trying to be a he father. He looked legitimately shell-shocked. <laughs> he did, on missed, the beach. Um, yeah. And even the way he was, like, holding the kids, it was kind of like, okay. But, you know, in his defense, I think you never know until you get into that situation how it feels. I think you're, like, in tunnel vision through the entire process and you think okay well maybe I could deal with kids like I really like this person let me see how it is and then when you get there and you actually see two little girls and you have to play with them on the beach and you're picking them up and they're part of your life you're kind of like oh this is actually real right yeah especially someone like Ben I don't think would want to be like the kids are a deal breaker but then once he is near the kids and he's like how do you pick up a child Mm -hmm. like what do I do when the child is crying. I'll just stand here. Where do my hands go? And it's, it's not your child. Yeah. So it's also, I mean, you're you're dating one, you know, you're dating their mom, but you're dating three other people too. So it's kind of like, what is your role to those kids? Yeah, it's a whole yeah. other minefield to navigate. And, you know, it's not a responsibility to be taken lightly, which it seems like everyone involved recognized, but you had to feel a little bit, a little bit bad for Amanda. There was a moment where she's talking to her mom and she has a really sad moment where she talks about this feeling that, you know, like as a single mom, um, she doesn't feel like she deserves to have a relationship or she doesn't deserve to have fun. And this is a 25 year old Mm -hmm. who is also a mother. And so I felt I did really feel some sympathy for her there. Like it's got to be really tough to be a single mom. It's got to be really tough to be a single mom at 25 when all of your peers aren't probably aren't really thinking about children. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine having kids when I was 25. I loved that moment. In the saddest of ways, it was really sad, but I thought it was so logical and so authentic. And hearing her say it, it made so much sense. Like, totally. She's 25. It put it all in perspective. She's 25 with two kids. 
you know, and doesn't feel like she deserves to have fun. And I get it. And it was it was a really real moment. One of the, the rare real moments that I think you see on the show, obviously. I agree. Yeah. I love her, by the way. <laughs> I do. She, she's very sweet. I, I already got the sense that she she was on the chopping block this week. Yeah. yeah. I I did as well. Uh, But it was nice for her. I think she went kind of went out in a really, really classy way. I think it was a very sweet date. And they purposely put that at the beginning because every other date had a little more weirdness to it. Oh, God. Also, can we talk for a second about the fashion on that date? She wore a shirt. I know. That had no like shoulder straps. And then she was like running down the beach toward him and pulling it up the whole time. Her daughter was wearing gladiator sandals. Those kids like, were better dressed than I've ever been. Uh, better dressed than, like, every contestant combined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and they were matching, too. Yeah. He read them a bedtime story, and it was about how he met their mom. It was a fairy tale. I've literally never heard anyone read anything on The Bachelor that wasn't a fairy tale about The Bachelor <laughs> or Bachelorette. And the person they're on a date well, with. Well, you're not really allowed to have any other reading material, yeah. right? So. You're not allowed to be able to read if you go on the show, actually. But you fact, can make you up You can't fairy read and be a contestant. It's not allowed. <laughs> Unless it's like protein powder <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> so the fact that he could read, I was like, Whoa. You're like, oh, impressive. Like, keep going. I don't even care what the story's about. He could very well have just been making it up out of his head. It was like, one day, a handsome prince in Los Angeles met a lady. Ma- I, like, I think oh. he said mommy. Oh, God. He said, I think he said mommy, uh, like a prince met mommy. Oh, God. Right? Oh, yeah. The romance is already dead. He's already <laughs> yeah. calling her mommy. It was too doomed soon. from that doomed. moment. <laughs> <laughs> they did not live happily ever after. But where romance is not doomed seems to be in Portland. Yes. Lauren B. Ow. Yeah. They looked so much more into each other. Yeah. There's just... No question. He's so much more into Lauren B. than anyone else, and it's so obvious. I think he's into JoJo also. I think, I think. well, we can get to JoJo later, but the way he greets Lauren B. is so different. And it's funny because I remember being the same way, like just the way you greet, like the way I greeted the, you know, the final two was much different than anyone else. So I see it in the greeting the most. Yeah. Right. He runs and hugs her, and Mm -hmm. just the way he's looking at her. It looks like a guy who's very into someone. Yeah, for in sure. In more of a real way, not a, now I have to do this greeting and I'm so excited to see you. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, um, she's walking him to her parents' house and she's like, it means so much to me that you're here. And he l- literally is just at a loss for words because he's so proud and excited. Like, yeah. you can just see the breath just like bursting in his chest. I mean, hell, he cried. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. He's not a good actor. He can't pull that <laughs> off with any of the other girls. I'm like, wait, he's supposed to be the other way around. I've never seen The Bachelor cry in a hometown. Like, he's a sensitive type. Yeah. He's a millennial. He's a millennial. <laughs> yeah. He loves to validate. Um, so Lauren takes him to some food trucks. She loves butter. She loves butter. I feel like it was the ultimate cool girl moment. She's like in plaid talking about how yeah. she loves butter but she's, she's really like, really attractive i just drink it and i don't know and where I it goes yeah because i'm also so love yeah. sports and like whatever oh, yeah she took him to a whiskey library yeah. oh i'm sorry oh, library library oh that was a moment i want to know what these girls aren't eating because there's no freaking way 
Um, maybe some sort of then again, uh, like ephedrine yeah. tablets yeah. Right. or something. It's it's great to be like 24 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy that butter while you can, <laughs> yeah. honey. Talk to us in 10 years. Let's see if you're still eating butter and drinking whiskey and looking uh, like you do. Yeah, they might just look a little different. <laughs> so she takes him to this whiskey library. Calls it a library. He's so excited. I can't imagine. Like, well, honestly, I would be kind of excited to but, be at a whiskey <laughs> bar too yeah after it babysitting cool. for like 48 right. hours yeah he was like, like oh, i'll chug some whiskey so much better <laughs> um there were a lot of like fires and open flames i was a little worried for their safety i was like this entire bar is full of flammable liquid um but it looked really idyllic i liked that date yeah and at some point ben says that he can't think of a better way to die than while standing next to her dun, dun, dun. Yeah. there was there was just a lot it was getting real schmaltzy. Yeah. Were they like secretly saying vows? <laughs> They're married. Til they have a <laughs> code word. They're like, we can't wait another moment. We're doing it now. Cheers. This food truck. Yeah. <laughs> the Be guys are dating behind the counter. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, butter that's going to make the fantasy suite episode really dramatic. I was going to not go there with the butter, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we went there and now we're back. <laughs> So then they go to meet Lauren Lolo's family, as Lolo. we learn. Yeah, her where did the Lolo come out of? By the way, I was, I was. It was said a lot. It was upsetting. Like I was like, if if I had a hometown date and my dad like turned to the cameras and I'm like, we're so glad you're back, Claire Bear. I would be like, Dad, like, what are you doing? Like, oh. I'm an adult. We're an adult. Like, don't use my childhood nickname right now. It was I a have little... to admit, though, my mom did that. She made a sign that said, Welcome home, Pookie. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I was actually going to ask how much input when you were going on the hometown day, like yeah. it was your hometown. Yeah. How much input did you have in that? Like, was there a lot of pressure put on you to, like, find a cool thing to do yeah. in your town? There was, actually. So they want, they tell you to, like, pick an activity, you know, that either means something to you or something fun that you like to do. And I remember for my hometown, I wanted to, like, go skeet shooting. And they couldn't get everything together for the skeet shooting and the licensing and Whatever. So we ended up going to a gun range. I mean, what is there to do in Atlanta, Georgia? Like, you either— I don't know. I'm from South Bend, Indiana, so it sounds exciting to me. Yeah, like you go to the Coca-Cola Museum, I mean, or you go shooting. So I'm like, whatever, we'll go shooting. But the funniest thing with uh, the hometown was the meal. So they tell your parents—they ask you, like, you know, do you want your mom and dad to cook something? Is there something special? Like, I remember Nikki had her mom, like, cook this big roast, and I'm like, oh, my mom doesn't really cook. (laughs) So, and so they were like, oh, we'll get food, you know, don't worry. And my mom, I guess, talked to one of the producers. Long story short, she wanted to do a big sushi love boat. And I was like, oh my God. Hell no. <laughs> She's like, no, the sushi love boat. I can get what, it from like, the place down the store, the, the wooden boats oh with all God. the sushi. That's so amazing. when we walked in on the table, would be a sushi love boat for I like mean, six. Why stop there? Why not hire a model to lie on the table covered in sushi? So I'm mortified. I can't talk to her because I'm on the show. I have no phone. And I'm like telling the producers, Please under no circumstances, no, absolutely no freaking sushi boat on the table. Like, that's amazing. I can't believe that they didn't, like, that would have been gold. I kind of wish my mom would have done it now. <laughs> In, In hindsight. Yeah, you're like, that would have been funny. Knowing the outcome of Juan yeah. Pablo <laughs> would have been pretty good, actually. Yeah, he didn't deserve to be impressed. But then again, did he deserve the sushi love boat? 
No. Oh, that's a good question. But, like, you deserved it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's about you. <laughs> it just gives me a lot of anxiety to think about having to make sure your family is impressive and not embarrassing and, like, the house looks good and the hometown looks cute yep. and your the food looks great. Like, that, yeah, like what do that they would do give me if such your anxiety. is, like lower middle class and lives in like a tiny bungalow what do they I like I never see that they always seem to have a really That's true spacious inviting home I have heard though that some people will do their hometown in a different house like really? an uncle's yeah. house or like a rich grandfather's house that makes that, sense that would explain it mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're like how does every single person <laughs> always have the most the beautiful yeah. picturesque <laughs> house in whatever place they live. There's a fire pit in the middle of the living room. (laughs) Always. (laughs) The weird part about the hometowns, though, is that your family, you haven't seen them. And, like, for my family, I was like, I'll be back in a week, you know, whatever. And then next thing you know, I'm, like, bringing a guy. So it's weird for me, but it's also, I think, even more weird for the family because we've been mic'd up also for, you know, six weeks, however long it is. And we know the cameras, and it's for the first time they're in front of the cameras. And the, it was really, really strange to see my family on television, like on uh, and in that environment. Were yeah. they weirded out by it? No, my dad, I, I learned later that my dad, there was it was a Saturday and there was a football game on. So the whole crew, like, set up at the house, and then they all got drunk on beer and watched the game on the deck. <laughs> oh, no wonder he got such a great at it. Yeah. I'm like, loved him. <laughs> why is it reek of beer in the house? I mean, the, when I tell you also, the wine and the scotch was flowing at our house. We, My parents ran out of glasses, like, the entire, wow. by the end of it. You know, Amazing. respect. Actually, I think pretty much all of the families on last night's episode were drinking pretty liberally. Yeah, especially yeah. JoJo's mom. But we'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> but I was like, I I would have that same reaction. If someone, oh, yeah. if a stranger was coming into my house and I was going to be filmed all of a sudden, I'd be like, where's the wine? Where's the champagne? Oh, yeah. Where's the whiskey? Like, yeah. keep it coming. Lauren's family did pretty well. Yeah. Her sister yeah. Molly was really, really I on loved point. Her I, I loved, loved her sister. I liked her sister a lot. She seemed fun. I was like, I want to get a drink with you. Yeah. Yeah. She really played up her sister. She was like, Lauren is a very eligible bachelorette. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's funny. She's sweet. What makes you like her anyway? (laughs) It's like, um, that's a good question. Like, can I not say all the things that you just said? Right. You just took the words out of my mouth, as I would have said. She was a good advocate. No, she really seemed like she would do really well in, like, Georgian England. Like, as the mother of beautiful daughters, like, she strikes a hard bargain. (laughs) She was like, I know what my sister's worth. Mm -hmm. Prove to me that you can bring to this match a commensurate level of value. I appreciated that. I liked her. She was great. And Lauren's dad was a little bit skeptical. Uh, Yeah, which he should be. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I thought all the dads were... More skeptical than usual, but normal. You know what I mean? In the yeah. past seasons, I think we've seen a lot of abnormalities in the sense of, like, these parents are like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and it's like, hold up. What the hell are you on? Because your daughter is dating a guy who's dating three other people. This season, I felt like all the dads were kind of on point as far as being protective. Yeah, they knew what was going on. And most of them weren't overly aggressive, which I mm-hmm. also appreciated. Yeah, Lauren's dad said something like, 
you know, kind of tempering her expectations. Like, no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. There are three other people there. Like, I don't want you to get hurt. Like, that's a reasonable I did kind of love that thing. you can see, like, Lauren is very aware of the cameras, but you can also see the father-daughter tension arising the way that, like, you come home for the holidays and he's like, why were you out so late last yeah. night? And you're like, I'm an adult now, Dad. And he's like, well, when you're staying here, I'd really like to know when you're home. And you're like, oh, my God, do we have to talk about... Like, it was just like that. I, I felt like I was right there with her. It was kind of amazing. It's a good analogy. It was a little... Yeah, that little regression. Yeah. Like, Dad, yeah. I know what I want. Yeah, Madeline. she was like, no, I'm no, positive. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. This is... This is great. I want to spend my life with him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, let's think yeah. about that. <laughs> think about it, my little Lolo. <laughs> my little baby. Um, yeah, so they had a ni- relatively nice date. Yeah. And then it's Kayla's turn. Kayla That's doesn't have a Ohio, hometown. Which seems to be the most picturesque middle America <laughs> town I've ever seen in my life. It's like fall, the leaves are changing. She's dressed in like right out of a J Crew ad. Yeah, meets LL Bean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, little vest. Yeah. Yeah, she was like I don't really have roots anywhere, so I wanted to take you to this place where I feel like I really grew up and it just so happens to be the most beautiful, luxurious, opulent-looking prep school campus in the entire <laughs> country. I mean, it's just the weirdest coincidence. With a love bench outside. Oh my god, the was- bench thing was <laughs> I was like, I can just imagine, like, bringing someone back to my, like, public high school. Like, here's the parking lot. Like, yeah. what do you think really happened yeah. on that bench? That's Th- the real is, question. This is the row of lockers where the popular couples would yeah. suck on each other's faces. Here's that shitty cafeteria yeah. where you could get french fries. <laughs> yeah. Let's feed them to each other. Oh. Yeah. Can we, we also talk romantic. about, speaking of the L.L. Bean and J. Crew? um, where what happened to all these like short sexy panther dresses that Kayla's been wearing? Isn't it funny how these girls go on hometown visits and it's like all of a sudden everything's like buttoned up, zipped up, turtlenecks? I'm like, hold up. <laughs> and you can really see it like at the rose ceremony. Suddenly they turn up and it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're wearing like basically lingerie, and yeah. you're like, oh my god, they've been so covered up. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, I forgot, yeah, I forgot that you... it was fall. Yeah. <laughs> I should have put that in there. I mean, Kayla's super cute, obviously. It's just funny. And I mean, I, I think I probably did the same thing because no one wants to wear something skanky to a hometown. I remember on Bachelorette, they wouldn't let me wear leather pants to a hometown. I'm like, what? They're like, not happening. But it's like, you do realize that your family's going to see your cleavage at the rose ceremony, right? Like, right. You're like, this you're, is still airing. It's still airing. They're still going to see it. Yeah. But you can make arrangements to be elsewhere when that's happening, right? This is true. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, she looked very wholesome. Very wholesome. They had the most well-planned date ever. Yeah. Like, everything was a metaphor. She's clearly seen this show. She's clearly thought it through. They she go also to her... knows Ben really well because she knows how his much she likes... His favorite color is blue. <laughs> and his favorite thing is regressing to childhood. <laughs> they go to a toy factory. Her which father's her, toy Her factory. father's yeah. toy factory. And they build a home together, which is a metaphor for building a home together. Building a life together. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a stretch, but if you think about it, building the toy home sort of represents building a real home in a way. They're like, playing house. Yeah, exactly. Mommy and daddy decorate. Yeah, the, the lines the just walls. really wrote themselves. It's actually a cute activity. 
It was cute. I like the activity. I think you could have, like, developed it a little more because you get to see someone's style. And, like, you can learn a lot about somebody based on what house they want. I mean, do they want a man cave? Do they want, like, <laughs> you know, certain things? I think yeah, I wish, cool there more, I wish there were more details. I would like to see them really blueprint the entire yeah. house. Yeah, like, why should we stop at, like, Fisher-Price style house? Let's just really go for it. <laughs> I like just to make see that it. a date. Just buy a freaking house. Yeah. yeah the Decorate. show can pay for it. Yeah. ABC, if you're listening. Great idea. <laughs> you can blend it with like, what is it, the home makeover shows? Oh, yes. Ooh. That would be an amazing oh my gosh. combination That would be show. great too. You could go like house shopping with the past, with like the final three and then it's a combination of which house and which spouse you want. This is sounding sister wifey though. <laughs> I mean, you well, wouldn't I get to it take already Ben. Is. ben I mean, like, kind of ultimately wants that, I think. He maybe. definitely wants that. He had to let his fourth favorite choice go tonight <laughs> and he wept. He is not up he for monogamy. <laughs> I mean, what man is? <laughs> That's, oh God, so depressing. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, <laughs> turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe. And it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about 
is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time, and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, <laughs> you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season yes. again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link... Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with 
people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. So then they go meet her family. Her mom and dad and brother. They're very cute. Yes. Her mom asks Ben whether he's ever met anyone Filipino before. <laughs> and, and he's like, no, I've literally never come into contact with a non-white I, person I in my life. I feel like, hasn't except he, your daughter. Except your daughter. Hasn't he met Catherine, though? Yeah. He, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, so he's, well, maybe he had the McDonald's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. How could you forget? He's oh met another half Filipina. Um, yeah, she was like, so I want to let you know that this is what you're in for. Here's a bunch of Filipino food. It looked great. It did look good. And then clearly it needed to be said because his her dad was like, when I married a Filipino woman, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I was like, really? Like, <laughs> did you date her first? <laughs> did, like, were you aware that she was a person with her independent culture and life and not just like... Uh, I feel like there were already a few glasses of wine in. Yeah. They yeah. were another family who was guzzling the white wine. I feel like the, the Filipino was uh, played up a little bit. Oh, who yeah. Like, yes. come on. I think the yes. producers were like, reminder, she's not completely white. She's diverse. Yeah, she is, quote, unquote, unquote so diverse. diverse. Yeah. They're like, reminder, reminder, everyone. <laughs> Here's Filipino food. Here's a Filipino conversation. <laughs> yeah. Here's a Filipino mom. Her mom was really cute. So cute. Yeah. And her dad was wearing a blue shirt and orange pants. He Which, was such a dorky dad. As a gator fan. I kind of loved it. I found it unforgivable. <laughs> it, well, that's true. No man should ever wear <laughs> he bright orange He was a cute fan. dorky dad, He was actually. so He yeah. was adorable, though. Kayla's mom is pretty supportive. Yeah. She's basically <laughs> like, go for it. You know what you want. Jump him. Yeah. That she basically says, jump him. Yeah, that conversation was interesting. I got a very, like, father of the bride vibe where it's like, I love him, daddy. Like, Oh, that was a little weird. Mom, it's real. You know, like, yeah. It was. I just, I felt that Kayla was overestimating her relationship with Ben a little bit. Yeah. There's a whole, it was very, Mom, I love him. I know he's the one. Tears. What Do movie you? is that from? Do There's you? like a movie. You're like, oh, she learned gosh. that somewhere. I feel like it's like every movie about star crossed lovers. But she is... But no, I love him. Honestly, the date completely played into her... I know what movie her, it is. I oh, got which it. Which one? Sorry. I just, no, 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 no. Which one is okay, it? Okay, have you we ever seen to... Selena? Yes. No. When she's in the back of the bus and her mom's playing with her hair. <laughs> Do you love him? Mom, I love him. That's exactly <laughs> oh, what it was. Oh, my God. I don't think I've seen Selena since oh, we have Spanish to pull up a class clip of that. in, like, 10th grade. Oh, my After God. After the show. You guys are going to lose your shit. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. But I feel oh, like Kayla Kayla's is whole the, life is trying to exactly. like be in those movies. She is the type of person who has built her entire romantic narrative around these very classical love stories, movies and romance novels. You can see it in the date, in the way she talks about her relationship with Ben. They're meant to be. He's the one. They met in this great way. She, Her ex, she met on a plane. She loves a good story. And then she went on The Bachelor. Right. Yeah. Because if you can't be in a Disney movie, then go on The Bachelor. 
you still get your little fairy tale. And ABC is owned by Disney. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. If you're lucky, you might get a Cinderella date. Or a castle or a helicopter. Yeah. You at least get to use the the phrase fairy tale a lot. So there's that. Yeah. She is very fairy tale-ish. I saw someone yeah. tweeting. She looks like a Disney princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, is, is she? Is Kayla a cartoon Disney princess? Yes or no? I was like, yes, absolutely. Yes. I feel like if Ben could like have just gone to the producers and said, my type is Disney princess, I would say they did a really good job this season with the casting. <laughs> I feel like there, there's Go a, a good Disney princess selection this season. That's true. So Kayla goes down. She's all ready to tell him that she she loves him, and then she doesn't. Womp womp. End Bomb. of the date. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. And then we move on to the real drama of the night. Dun, dun, dun. JoJo's oh family. There, there's so much to say. <laughs> and I was already so excited because, obviously, JoJo's brother, stepbrother, Ben, um, was already on a reality dating show. I heard this. Yeah, he was yes. on an NBC dating show. Okay. And for the record, I watched the whole thing. It was canceled after two episodes, but it was on Hulu. I watched it. <laughs> so you only wasted 120 minutes of your life. Uh, no, I watched the because they put the whole thing on Hulu. So they canceled it, <laughs> but then they put the whole season on Hulu. So I watched, I don't want to think about how many <laughs> hours. Oh, Lord. Um, and it's it's three guys, the lead singer, the plain white tees, Um. Ben Patton, JoJo's brother, and some like Latin American businessman um, who I've never heard from again. But <laughs> yeah, so they like they're matchmakers, and they all get a selection of women from the matchmakers, and that they have to pick by the end, obviously, their spouse. Ben Patton ultimately picked a very Christian, virgin, uh, blonde news broadcaster and it obviously worked out really well for him it did not (laughs) they are no longer together (laughs) they i think they lasted like three weeks (laughs) it was not a successful dating show but now he found himself on yet another dating show and really really took the opportunity to get a little bit of airtime oh yeah (laughs) i he he seemed um okay so first of all we should start with the first drama with chad JoJo shows up to where she's staying in her hometown, yeah. her home. I don't know if that was her house or what. It was what. unclear. It was odd. It looked... Isn't it always, though? Yes. But yeah. it, there didn't seem to be many things in that Looked like a hotel. House. Yeah, it looked very sparse. Yeah. Um, maybe she's doing condo. Um, <laughs> and so she there are roses, and she's like, oh, Ben... Oh, so great. There's a letter. She starts reading it. She has to like a paragraph of something that's clearly like someone who's going through some remorse and it's handwritten before she kind of looked like chris harrison's handwriting i was gonna say it looks like the date card yeah (laughs) (laughs) like some producer called chat up and was like please dictate a love letter to us that is sneaky the handwriting was the date card which is not chris harrison's handwriting by the way (laughs) it really didn't look like a dude's handwriting no who writes the date cards Professional um, all caps writer. You no, know, one of the one of the original producers on Who the has show. Excellent handwriting. It's like her thing. It's, and she's great, actually. It's like her little thing. Oh, Wait, my gosh, I love that's that. Hilarious. Yeah. So, well, then I think she wrote that letter. So I give I, I'll give JoJo a break on apparently not recognizing her ex's handwriting, which is what it looks like when it you're wasn't reading her ex's it. handwriting. Yeah, it seems like it wasn't her ex's handwriting. Yeah. But still, the first paragraph is like 
I've had so much time to think over the past few weeks, and I'm not just writing to you because you're on the show. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, no, this is clearly not yeah. for me. Yeah, everyone at home is like, oh, this is a, tra- this is a trap, JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop. <laughs> and then it pans down to the bottom and it just says, Chad. Perfect she's name. Like, she starts kind of getting very angry. You can tell she's yelling at a yeah, producer. Yeah, she's like, that's my ex. And yeah. to her credit, that's a pretty mean thing for them to do to her right before Ben shows yeah, up. Yeah, but are you surprised? No, not at all. No. I mean, and she brilliant. shouldn't be either. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the thing is, it wasn't a very nice thing for them to do. But if she's honest with herself, like, it, it affected her in a way that it wouldn't have if she weren't still bound up in certain emotions toward yeah. her ex. And we know that they broke up very Recently. shortly before filming. Yeah. So it's a little bit fresh. Like, if you get a letter from an ex and you're just like, oh, my God, he's so annoying. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Haven't we all? I didn't even finish reading the letter. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the real key. You're like, uh, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Moving exactly. On. So then it, like, it doesn't create drama. And the reason she was susceptible to that is because... She is still clearly complexly attached to this. Like, he was watching her dog while she was on the show. They, they're clearly yeah. still close. But is it that or is she more pissed off at the producers? Because, like, men tell all when That's they did true. that with the letter with me. I was just pissed off at the producers. And I'm like, you're ambushing your own lead? Like, what? You, don't, like you don't need to ambush. You know what I mean? It's, it's so clearly set up. And you could tell that she realized that when she stood up and was like, I don't want to do this right now. And I think she even named one of the producers last night when she was yelling at him. So is she more mad at the producers for kind of setting her up or is she? Right. And I guess it's easy to edit. So we can't really tell where that emotion mm-hmm. is coming from. Although All we can tell is that call she called him. him. And she talked to him and she seemed pretty. I can imagine that was also planned. I mean, but I guess they can't force she, her to do that. Yeah, I can imagine they can't them force saying, her to say things. You should probably like, call him. You didn't want. Yeah. You didn't want me when I begged you not to walk away. But I bet they told her, "Look, this is going to play out and not look good for you if you're sitting here emotional over a letter and you don't call him out on it." You know, you mm-hmm. need to like give the give the viewers your reasoning for being mad. So she was kind of potentially doing damage control. Either way, Who it knows? made for yeah. great television. It really did. I, yeah. I, I From was, an unlikely candidate, too. Yeah. Chad really wanted his time in the sun. Yeah. And it was Everyone smart, immediately we Googled discussing. Chad. He is apparently a 38-year-old hair stylist slash yeah. mogul. And JoJo's hair looks fantastic. So How is he still alive with her brothers, by the way? God. <laughs> well, he's, he lives in Dallas, and we know they like that because they're really, really, really attached. <laughs> to Joelle. There were some weird dynamics happening. So we have to talk about her entrance. She comes in and they're like, Jojo! And they kind of like sandwich her in like a a very aggressive hug. Um, And like Ben's sort of like, hey. I'm here. here." And they're like, no, she's ours now. She keeps saying, meet Ben, meet Ben. They're like, we really don't give a shit. Yeah. Like I have brothers that weirded me out. Like, they weirded me out. Really? See, I don't have brothers, so I was, it, it's interesting to hear your take on that. Yeah, I've never seen brothers act like that before. <laughs> there were just a lot of comments that you know, were very attached to JoJo. 
we care a lot yeah. about Joelle. Like they it was, love, it was very they, intense. They literally said, "We love everything about JoJo." That's just like an odd thing to say about your sister. Like, yeah, I don't hot. think my brother has ever said that about me. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> It implies certain things that are just a little icky. And she's like, also hot. So yeah. it's like, you can't say that about your hot little sister. Yeah, it just yeah. reads very oddly. Yeah. It, it, and then, like, Matt, her older oldest brother, I mm-hmm. think, said something along the lines of, um, you know, you've only been on two dates with this guy, and you're my sister, and how can you be in love with him? And I was like, what does her being your sister have anything to do with this like it seems like you're a little you're insinuating yourself into this in a way that's not entirely necessary her brothers are very macho overly aggressive overly protective types ben that ben her brother was just staring at other ben Uh, poor ben higgins was just crumbling crumbling under the pressure of this well that's the thing too is i didn't like their aggression towards him it's one thing to be overprotective and fine whether you're playing up for the cameras or whether you really are that overprotective but like give the guy a chance like he's a nice guy i mean this is a guy who's done nothing except date four girls at one time (laughs) but your sister knows that like like, she goes on the show knowing that you can't hold that against him one of the brothers has been on on a reality dating show yeah. No, that's the thing is that they didn't seem so much um, to like caringly protective as they seemed possessive. They were like, JoJo's yeah. ours. If you want her, move here and we'll get you settled in. We'll get you. It was like yeah. the mob. They were like, if you want JoJo, you're part of our family. And JoJo really belongs to us. And she lives here with us because she's ours. And it, and was, it was, just, was interesting ugh. to see that then produce what I think is the first bachelor ever to openly say that he is willing to potentially move for the woman that he's with and it's really we almost moving never... for her male family members yeah. which but is we, but we almost never ever hear a male lead or even in the final four say yeah hey i'll relocate for you yeah yeah although it was to her brother so that that made yeah. it a little less he was trying exciting. Not to get pummeled. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll do whatever. Just get me out of his house. I'll move. I'll move. I'll, I'll, yeah. Whatever. Just what do you want? Live. JoJo's mom is like, this doesn't involve me. Oh, champagne. Yeah. Great. Oh, my Can we party God. with JoJo's mom, by the way? Oh, she seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. She seemed, I feel like she was already drunk when they showed up. She had no idea what was going on. <laughs> At one point, JoJo was like, oh, yeah, I am. You know, I care about him so much. I'm just a little nervous because there are still three girls left. And her mom was like, Oh, really? She's like, whatever. Cheers. <laughs> and then she's like, no one informed me about that. She said that. something really odd. She was like, Jojo, you can't be hurt. You're beautiful. Yeah, I did remember <laughs> that. And then was Jojo like, was like, I know, Mom. It's <laughs> oh. like, yeah, beauty is not a shield. I feel like Jojo's like, been the with some odd <laughs> messaging surrounding her attractiveness. <laughs> she's hot. Yeah. She is and, hot. And yet she seems remarkably well-adjusted, considering. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like her. I think considering all the crazy that her family threw her way, she did pretty well. Yeah. Okay, so Ben and JoJo leave a bit frustrated with how the mm-hmm. night went, but rose ceremony comes. They're all wearing really sexy new attire. Because they've just kind of have the, the Amish clothing from their family visit. Yeah. JoJo is like, I've sort of covered my boobs. Nipples. Um, <laughs> I've sort of covered my nipples. Exactly. <laughs> There's more uh, to the boob than just the nipple. <laughs> that is true. Um, so it comes down to JoJo and Amanda, and Amanda goes home. Which mm. was fairly predictable. Yeah. Yes. She handled it pretty well. I mean, she does the thing 
that everyone says, which is, I wish you had eliminated me, mm-hmm. you know, right when you knew, which that's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's she was like, I wish you had just told me when I was at home and then I wouldn't have had to come back to L.A., which I respect that she felt that way. Yeah. But like she doesn't know that he knew when she was especially if her home date. Then. Uh, hometown date was filmed first. Which yeah. is, I would be interested to know whose was actually filmed yeah. first. Right, because of course they can flip the order They do around. flip the order. Because oh, really? it all goes on, like, location. So I would imagine that Portland and Laguna were filmed near each other, you know, West Coast, and then you've got to go. Right. So it all depends. Like, mine was definitely aired differently. But I would, I wonder if it was first. I hope it was first. It might have been first, given mm-hmm. that it's yeah. so close to L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He pulled, like, a partial Mesnick when Amanda <laughs> left, which was like, seriously, you have three other women left and you <laughs> sent her home. You can't be this attached to all of them. It's just, this is going to end yeah. in, in sadness for he's, everyone. He's very empathetic. And he's such he a is. people pleaser. He really, he really hates disappointing people. The yeah. next few weeks are going to be... Just traumatic. killer for him. Yeah, he was like, please tell her that she means so much to me. And I was like, oh, buddy, he's, like, he's it's like, over. I can't do this right now. Oh, God, it was rough. And on that note, it's been real. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> yeah. for joining us, Andy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. And now, the rich world of feminism fails that arises from a week spent in the hometowns of Ben's lovely ladies. First, JoJo's father and her two brothers try to convince Ben to move to Dallas Not for JoJo's sake, though, but because they're too attached to JoJo for her to move. Wouldn't it be funny if a bachelor finally moved for his winning lady, but only because her male family members were super-duper controlling? We're giving that a four because it's nice that Ben would consider moving, but the territorial possessiveness of her male family members is really icking me out. Funny is definitely one word for what that would be. And then JoJo's brother Ben is spooked that JoJo's excited about a guy she's dating. And generally, both of her brothers seem super territorial in a very macho, traditionally masculine way. We're going to give that one a three because, like, toxic masculinity, womp womp. (laughs) Yeah, what do we expect? And then Lauren B.'s younger brothers ask Ben what his intentions are regarding the fantasy suite. Um, I think this is supposed to be cute, but I've never seen the family members ask that of the bachelorette. It's just sort of assumed that their brothers will be okay getting some. Uh, So we're going to give that a two because they're trying to be adorable. But like, come on, guys, your sister's an adult. And finally, Ben chases a seagull and stands awkwardly near Amanda's daughters and is deemed dad material. Hello, double standards. We're going to give that one a two because clearly the guy was trying, but I'd say the bar would be set much higher for a woman trying to come in as new mommy. Seriously. And now for our tweet of the week. This one comes from James Gunn, at James Gunn. Maybe all future bachelor and bachelorettes can be taught eyes is not first person possessive. The grammar nerd in me is so happy 
about this suggestion. It would even be worth going back to high school for just one more date if they could make that happen. (laughs) And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Andy Dorfman. And thanks to our producer, Caitlin Boguki, and editor, Nick Offenberg. Have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is just the perfect time to subscribe and give us a rating. Five stars, of course. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can send us an email. We love getting those at here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.